Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. So, uh, Derek, it's, uh, well, December now, mid-December. Yes. Year's almost over. Yes, we can all say winter's coming. Winter's, winter's yeah. Well, well, yeah, no, yeah. We're I think getting I saw hints it. of it. I think I saw like, snow I hear once. that people up north are getting snow. Oh, yeah, they didn't get snow for a little <laughs> bit, but we don't. Uh, oh, ah. I actually saw some flurries when I, when I parked, when I got here tonight. There's a few flakes falling from the sky. Hmm. What? It's not staying. No. Not till January. We never, we never seem to get a good warm. snowfall till January. Yeah, it's still yeah. warm. Yeah, I had a t-shirt and, and a hoodie. Yeah. I'm still wandering around on that. <laughs> Welcome to Canada, buddy. Welcome to Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's, yeah, there's really not much new going on right now. Just doing a bunch of research on stuff and keep going. Uh, one thing though. Mm-hmm. As we all know, I brought we brought to our attention, and now we're just gonna let the old proverbial cat out of the bag. Yes, Reno Viola. We are part of his WRVO Reno Viola Outdoor Radio Network. As of the end of December, the network, the online radio show, will be going off the air. Yes, uh, his online radio station. Uh, yeah, they're they're taking it down. Yeah, and he's, they're, he's, they're looking at revamping Exactly, how they he's do looking stuff. at doing something bigger and better or whatever. But in the meantime, people who are used to listening to us on Reno Viola's radio network will uh, no longer be able to find us there because they're they no longer yeah, there. they're not going to find us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, usually what, for all those that, that do listen to it, uh, we release the show on the online radio station Wednesdays and then we release it as a podcast on Thursdays. Well, the Wednesday show will no longer be available um, at the end of the, the, uh, of the end of the, well, two weeks. Yes. Two weeks. Yes. They'll be, uh, shutting it down for good. Yeah. It was, it was nice being on his radio network. It gave us the incentive to start all this. Yeah. For those that don't really know the history of it. I mean, if you follow us back far enough, uh, about two years ago, um, yeah, just, just over two years ago, I was contacted by, uh, a couple people and put into contact with Reno they were looking to do some new outdoor shows, not just fishing and hunting, um, with some Canadian content. And I sat down, we chatted and uh, talked about doing a canoe tripping show because that's what I do. And did some thinking and some talking and whatnot. And we decided, you know what? Canoe tripping itself would probably not be too much of a niche market. Yes, it's we would run out of things to say very quickly because it's really hard to find enough to say about one paddle sport. Paddle sport, yeah. So we decided, you know what, why don't I do the show on all types of paddle sports? So that includes kayaking, stand-up paddle boarding, rafting, you name it, it's it's right in there. And that also would include the different disciplines within those groups themselves. So like, you know, when we're talking kayaking, you're getting sea kayaking, you're getting play boating, you're getting creaking, you're getting all that sort of stuff, right? Um, so yeah, so we decided, you know what, that's what we're going to do. And, and I sat down and started making outlines and what we'd want to talk about, that sort of thing. And then I convinced Derek here to, to join me. I told him he'd be rich and famous and, uh, <laughs> you know, he believed me. <laughs> Sucker. Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, buddy. I lied. Uh, anyway, um, so <laughs> yeah, so together we've managed to put, uh, an episode every week for... This is episode 96. We're almost 96 at, weeks. Uh, 100. Yeah, our big old 100 show's coming up. Uh, so yeah, so for 96 weeks, Derek and I have been putting together a 52-minute show, give or take a second here and there. Um, we've had the opportunity to, you know, to discuss our passion of canoe tripping with, with ourselves, with other people, that sort of stuff. Learned some new skills. We've learned, you know... About a whole bunch of other paddling skills and techniques and, and experiences that are out in the paddling world itself. Um, like the, 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 the rafting down, uh, like the, the old huck fin rafting. Exactly. In Norway. Yeah. Right? Uh, Japan. That big dragon oh, raft yeah, train going down yes. the canyon. I mean, that's stuff that we'd never have Would even never have come knew across. about yeah. until we started doing yeah. the show, right? So it's been fascinating. Canoe polling? Yes, and would we have, have never have never taken that course. never even taken the course. Would have never yeah. heard about it if we weren't weren't doing this. 
It's amazing how much, like you, you think you have a, a fair knowledge of a sport and a fair knowledge about what goes on in the world. But then you, when you immerse yourself into a sport or into a discipline, it's like amazing how much more you learn. Canoe uh, or kayak uh, polo. Canoe polo, yeah. Canoe polo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, they look like little mini kayaks. That's yeah. why I can never remember. It was like 50 yeah. episodes ago or something. Yeah, and it was like, oh my God, how are these people not dying? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, Reno Viola's network really got us started into this. It gave us the, the little boost to get up and, hey, you know what? This is our passion. Let's let's look into it. Yeah. Let's, let's join this big community and bridge the communities together. Uh, put out the information, talk to the people and that sort of stuff. And we've been enjoying ourselves. So, you know what? A big thank you to Reno Viola for, for getting us started on this fun ride and for his team at uh, keeping us on the air. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I say, they're they're looking at, you know, going offline and uh, revamping some stuff. And later on in 2018, and hopefully be back online. And Yeah, did he allude to any format that he's going to go to? Or? They're talking maybe they might go to a strictly download format. Okay. It's almost like a like an iTunes sort of format, I would think. Yeah. So there's all the all the podcasts up there. Yeah. And then you can just download what you want, the shows based on, well, here's like 50 shows So it shows won't stick to a strict schedule like the current radio program. No, I don't it'll think be, so. It'll be their version of iTunes or, or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm thinking, but, a, but an outdoors an, iTunes. All, yeah, all outdoors. Yeah, yeah. outdoors, hunting, yeah. fishing, canoeing, yeah. glamping. I actually listened to a few. Airplanes. I listened to a few episodes that he produced or has on his radio yep. show, and some of them were really interesting, and some of them I'm going to miss, like the uh, the airline one, the yeah. airplane one. Like I've listened to that quite a few times. It's really good. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I, I just remember when I first started listening to his his station, and look at, look at the shows. It was a lot of hunting shows. I listened. Yeah. I learned more about shooting and hunting turkeys in Northern <laughs> Michigan than I ever wanted to know. <laughs> but let me tell you, buddy, if you want to go hunting turkeys in Northern Michigan, I'm your guy. Because <laughs> I can, I can take you. But yeah, you know what? And it's it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. And like I say, ups and downs. We've learned a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we've gone from you know a little recorder and a, and a microphone to multiple microphones, better recording, laptops and, and, uh, sound boards. And you've, uh, and it's, that's another thing. Like, uh, you, you've immersed yourself in photography and you've learned a lot of skills that way. We've immersed ourselves in this new digital audio technology. And so you've learned, I sit in the background and I watch you do all this stuff. So, but you've learned a lot on how to produce and create these programs. I'm going to be rich and famous. You're just going to be my beer guy. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> but that's not I, a bad thing. I'm the guy that supplies beer every yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> Except for what? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when uh, Camp Christina uh, brought Oh, uh, yes. Brought she us brought a bunch us a of bunch beer. of beers, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah, they were tasty. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Never to turn down a free beer. Not nope. us. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, and to all our listeners, you know, we'll still be producing our weekly shows, but strictly as a podcast now. Yes. So we're going to do the, you know, f- there won't be the Wednesday release on online radio station. Exactly. It'll just be the Thursday morning podcast release. Yes. And this will give us an opportunity to to be more flexible in our programming and be more flexible in the timings of, uh, of us producing our episodes. Yeah, you know, I mean, right now with the way it is, we've got to... Um, we have to pre-record, pre-record yeah. them, and we have and, to stick to a strict format and yeah, whatnot. But I mean, we're still going to probably stick to that format of you know, fifty-two minutes commercials yeah, for our works. sponsors, that sort of I, thing. I like right? the way that it comes off. It sounds, yeah. looks and sounds professional. I think it sounds professional. What do you guys think? <laughs> well, except for that Derek guy. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I don't think we sound that professional. <laughs> Um, we try. Yeah, but yeah, you know, we'll we'll still do the 52 minutes and stuff like that. Maybe the odd time. But, you know, yeah, we're not stuck to a format that if, if we're really into an interesting f- exactly. subject, we can, yeah. then we can go longer. We can, exactly. And if we just don't have anything to say, Maybe hey, we'll thanks shorter. for listening. That's all, that's <laughs> all, minute, we, that's all the three minute minutes episode. we have for today. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week when we hopefully have something to talk about. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, so we'll do a couple of special episodes that may run longer, that sort of thing, yeah. but everything should just remain the same when it comes to the podcast release Thursdays up on iTunes, on our episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com, on Google FM, all the good places yeah. where everybody hangs out, yeah. all the cool kids hang out. <laughs> and, and it'll give us all also an opportunity not to 
be scheduling and coordinating our vacations and oh yeah because we have to have something out every week we'll probably still put something out every week but it's it will have some flexibility that yeah well and what i like about it is the fact that we don't have to have our episodes in on the fridays now so anything yeah. cool that happens on the weekends exactly we can talk about it we can be like wednesday we can be very and timely we we can record wednesday and drop the podcast thursday morning that'd be perfect because that's how good we are now <laughs> 96 shows we must have learned something yeah, by we're now we're getting good at something we're getting yeah. good at something commercials segways <laughs> no <laughs> so again a big thank you to uh wrvo rena viola outdoor radio network to reno viola and his team for keeping us on and getting us started and uh Given the boost uh, we needed. Hope to see you guys back on the airs uh, in 2018. Yeah, I look forward to and it. And we'll, uh, we'll keep you up to date. See what he creates. Um, and with that, let's move on to something that might make you say, hmm. hmm. <laughs> because I was doing some reading. Because <laughs> oh, I do that. Apparently, Derek, have you read that book yet? No, I haven't cracked it yet. <sighs> So yeah, I was doing some reading. It's not a very good book club if I don't read the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Derek's book club. What'd you read? Nothing. All right. Tune in next week. When we... <laughs> I bumped into Martin Garster and he asked me, uh, it was, he says, so have you cracked that book yet? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I cracked it. <laughs> Sorry. It broke. <laughs> read it? No. Cracked it? Yes. yes. So I was doing some reading online reading and stuff. And I came across something and there was an article about paddling techniques, specifically the techniques used by the indigenous peoples way back in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah. And there was something I thought was odd. And so I did some research and what I found out was this. We do not hold the paddle the same way the indigenous people did back in the day. So how do they hold it? They would hold, they, they held it like it was a pole. So you put your one hand near the blade and the other hand was wrapped around the shaft, not on the end, like the grip, you know where the grip yeah. of the paddle is? Yeah. At the very top. They don't hold, they, they didn't hold it like that. So they don't even have, do they even have a grip or is it just Some a, did, some did stick. Just, yeah, some, some were tapered up, but most of it was just like somebody taking the shaft and cut the, the grip off. It was just yeah. round. Hmm. So I just had to do some more research and I found out a few more things. Now, if you go online and you just start Googling canoeing pictures from indigenous peoples, first peoples from, from way back, and they're all the black and white. Now, don't look at the, the drawings and the paintings and all that because they get influenced, right? Yeah. It's the artistic influence of stuff like that. But if you look at the old black and white photos and you'll see them, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. I'm trying to find them now. Oh, there's, oh yeah. Right? Ah, right? They huh. do not hold the paddle. The same way that. The same, uh, that way that we do. Yeah. They so. hold it, one hand near the blade and one hand at the, t near the top. Yeah. But holding it like they would be holding a pole as if they were pushing themselves, just like canoe poling. So now what creates this technique that they do it that way? Why would they do it that way? That they don't really say. That's just the way they did it. Yeah. But the other thing, and this is why I think they were doing it. Okay. Um, was it was almost like, remember the old uh, Roman movies? You see the guys are chained to the, the oars and the yeah. boats, and they all row yeah. sort of thing. If you also look at these canoes from from the eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. No seats, and that's the that was looks like it was a traditional way. To Did do they it. they kneel or I can't find... They would kneel or they would sit. So they're really low in the water. So they're very low. This low center of gravity, yeah. less tipping, all that sort of stuff. So in the research, I found that the canoe paddle, number one. Yeah. When you're measuring a canoe paddle for yourself, you go, uh, should be somewhere between your chin and your lower lip, right? Yeah. No, theirs was top, as, as, as tall as they were. So that's like an extra foot sort of deal yeah because what so there, it's a longer paddle so when you're sitting they're sitting on, really low and really yeah. flat you so, can't dig that paddle yeah. straight down like you'd be doing in a seat oh i see it the goes out now, farther yeah. so you've got that angle straight farther out yeah and that's why i'm thinking they're they're holding the paddle that way mm -hmm. by the sh shaft right yeah to get it out like that huh 
And that's why it's longer as well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I started reading this thing and I'm finding all these, having all these little questions about, you know, the seats and why it was done that way, the paddles and all that. And why do we do it? Physiology. Like, it's just, it makes sense the way they, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, they're almost flat. The paddle is almost flat to the water, almost like they are using an oar. Right. So, yeah, the occupants of the of the, the canoes, they would either sit or kneel, right? Yep. So, yeah, so put them closer to the water and good for your center of gravity and, and you're, you know, you're paddling with your peop- different people in there or your gear in yep. there, that sort of stuff, right? But that's the way it was. And you start looking at other indigenous peoples around the world yep. and you start seeing pictures of them in the dugout canoes and all yep. that. Same deal. Because it's just because they didn't have seats. Because they didn't have seats. So huh. there had to be some sort of thing, which begs the question, which I wasn't able to find. Who was the bozo that put seats in a canoe yeah, for the first time? Where did from? that come from? Who was the guy? Said, hey, you know what? I ain't sitting on that cold bottom of that birch bark canoe no more. <laughs> I want me a nice comfy <laughs> I don't seat. I not have to get my bum wet That's anymore. That's right. Who, who was that guy? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't want to be that guy, but apparently somebody was that guy. So, <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I did a bunch of research. I could not find out yeah. where that came from. And that's something. Right? Because it's always been no, no, no seats. Well, who is Caesar's Bark Canoe? Caesar. Yeah. On, on the National Film Board account. I, I checked it out. Yeah. And I watched it. And as they're paddling away at the end, there's no seats. Yeah. And when you're watching them build, there's no seats. Couple of thwarts. Yeah. No seats. Hmm. So they're sitting right in the bottom. I was down and I saw the First Peoples exhibit at the Royal Ontario oh, okay, Museum. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. What was that, a month ago now? Yeah. I guess. And uh, just maybe just over a month ago, I went down there and they had the big 36-foot-long Montreal canoe. Yeah. And they had three other birch bark canoes. You know what none of them had? Seats. None of them had seats. <laughs> <laughs> Even the big one. Were you I surprised got... by my g- correct guess there? <laughs> I'm just surprised that you're actually paying attention. <laughs> well, I am looking at photos here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, like I say, I just, I just read this thing. So I started following this and this, this, this little trail going like, okay, well, the, the canoe, somebody's had to have a seat in the canoe and holding it that way. But yeah, once you start seeing them sitting up higher. Yeah. And then you start seeing the grip on the Changes. End. Yeah. But you can't really see where exactly the change came. Mm-hmm. And when you do the, the, the Googling and stuff like that, you can't really find anything no. that says. I mean, you, you did it early. You were, you were asking uh, the Google there, um, you know, when did seats first start in canoes? Yep. And there was nothing. Yeah. They I give all these massive either. lists of seats and canoes, but nothing about when they actually first were there. Uh-huh. You know, and when, I mean, you can say the same thing about the, the paddle. So when did, when did the grip at the end of the paddle, start becoming a thing. Now, when I look at a lot of these old pictures, I see some of these traditional paddles where it just shows a paddle. And many of them have that widened grip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But nothing, but I don't see anything with grip in black and white photos. No. And I don't There's think There's some it's... funky old ones back. Yeah, they're maybe a little bit wider at the end. Yeah. But they're not holding it. No. As, as a... As a grip. As a grip. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't it? That's what I thought. Hence why we're talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) So now once you get that seat in the canoe. Yeah. And then you're not needing that paddle as long. And you put that grip on it. Well, that opens up a whole new world of canoe strokes. Exactly. That's probably where things start to develop because you have that grip. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's just a whole evolution from a seat and a paddle yeah. to a whole new type of paddling. I wonder how Tom Thompson held his paddle. With two hands. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm there for you, man. <laughs> but, I mean, that's strictly a guess. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, like I say, the traditional way from everything I've, I've seen is no seats and holding the paddle two hands, yeah. not the grip. And then all of a sudden, and like I say, you can you can look at all the black and white photos and see that sort of thing. Yeah. But when you start looking in like drawings and um, art and sort of yeah. stuff like that, 
they're all holding it as modern, huh. modern day stuff. That's interesting, eh? Isn't it? It is very interesting. That's your weird facts for the day. I know. And, and now I'm just, I'm immersed in all these pictures here. There's some beautiful paddles here. Isn't there? Oh. Oh yeah. I mean, the paddle design itself is, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You get some really nice ones. Um, then you get the big, the big boats from out on the the west coast, the Haida Gwaii. Yeah, they're big boats and stuff like that, and you start looking at them. Now that looks like. Now I've seen modern ones. the The older ones I really didn't see a good picture, but you get a whole bunch of people in those paddling. Yes. But the modern day ones that I've seen, have, it almost looks like a bunch of thwarts. But they're wide, so I'm thinking they're like bench seats. Yeah, like the kneeling seats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I don't know if that's actually what they were or if they actually had seats. I imagine it well. morphed over time, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at the, the Montreal canoe, the Voyageurs. Yeah. They didn't have the seats. Mind you, the newer ones that you see. Yeah, they all have the seats. Yeah, because exactly. everybody wants comfort, right? Yeah. But that, I'm thinking back in the day, they must have put all their gear, like all the, the packets in that. In they there, would have been sitting and on. they'd be sitting on all the luggage. on the and, gear. And, and yeah. stuff, right? The supplies yeah. that they're transferring, yeah. they'd be sitting on that. Yeah. And then coming back, when they're bringing furs back, they'd be sitting on sitting that. Sitting on the furs. Right? So there was no room, room for, seats. for seats when you have to put gear in there. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. You just sit on the gear. And realistically, they're just a bigger version of the mo- the, the, the the traditional birch yes. bark canoe. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool going back and checking out the video for Caesar's Bark Canoe on um, uh, Film Board of Canada site and... Like I say, I had to look up the pictures that I took at the ROM and oh, yeah. and check those out again. And yeah, sure enough, no, no seats. seats. And the paddles are, and that's the problem is, is when you, when you're looking at the paddles that they're showing online, they're all the ornate ones, the decorative ones. The, the decorative ones, yeah. Ceremonial ones, I you guess. You typically that sort of use stuff. for paddling. Yeah. You didn't see like Joe Bob's paddle that he uses on everyday basis exactly. going fishing or something like Hewn that. Hewn out right? of a log and. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so check out pictures, just, just Google images of uh, indigenous people paddling like eight, early 1800s or late 1800s, early 1900s, that sort of deal. There's a lot of them around there. And yeah, if you start looking at them, you'll notice that, uh, yeah, they just do not hold yeah. the paddle. Well, I shouldn't say they don't hold it like we do. We don't hold it like, like they, they do. do. Exactly. We That's don't exactly hold it the traditional it way. Yeah. So we've changed somewhere along the way. And like I say, we added treatises. Well, as with anything, technology develops, technology changes. And, and it may sound weird to use the word technology when it comes to ancient traditional paddling and, yeah, and like paddle styles, but it's paddle, still, right? it, it comes out as a technology. It's yeah. things have changed. The develop, the development of, uh, of, of methods of, you know, paddling and, and how things change over yeah, time. Yeah, well, yeah. And I mean, as, as we were saying, different canoe strokes now, I mean, they, they would just sort of paddle. Yeah. But now you got like the J stroke, the C stroke, the, you know, the Canadian, yes. all, all that sort of stuff. You know, you're, you're using all these different types of, of strokes now. And you wonder how much of that did they actually do back in the day? Yeah, exactly. And how much of that yeah. is because of now how you're holding the paddle, it's shorter, you're sitting up higher. Yeah. Right. There's more technology into, you know, that sort of and even thing. still, the the way that like there's now bench shaft paddles and stuff, and that's changing yeah. some strokes. And and uh, it's mainly a bow paddler, but I know that uh, our friend Mike Burns he likes to paddle at the stern with a bench shaft paddle, shaft paddle yeah. which I've tried and it doesn't work for me because I can't. It's awkward to do a J stroke or or any of the different strokes with the bench shaft paddle. Mm-hmm. So it just feels awkward to me, but he's gotten used to it. He prefers to paddle with a bent shaft all the time. Yeah. And, and that's exactly, it. you just got to get used to it. So anyway, take a peek online, Google some pictures and you'll go, Hey, that's exactly what I'm talking about. They, they hold it just <laughs> yeah. like it was a, a pole and you can see, now there are a few pictures there that, that, uh, you see a lot of, uh, a couple of them, I think they're uh, a Jibway, a couple of Jibway women in a, in a canoe, um, coming right into the shore. That's one of the first ones that came up when I was, I was Googling. And that's exactly, they're holding it exactly okay, yeah. like that. Basically the picture is just saying, see, look, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Google it, take a peek at it and uh, wonder if anybody can find out when seats were added, let us know. Yes. Yes. I, I'd like to know that. I, I get, Siri's not being very helpful tonight when I asked her that. So yeah, Google's <laughs> not working uh, too good yeah, either. Exactly. You know, so... Yeah, if anybody knows when seats were actually first put into canoes, 
Uh, I'd be interested in finding that because, like I say, everything was the birch bark and the dugouts and stuff like that, and they yeah. didn't have them. You, you just sat on the bottom or you sat on your, yeah. you kneeled or sat on a piece of gear or something. Exactly. But there was never any real seats till I don't know when. <laughs> the Grumman, the metal Grumman seat. That was the first one. Anyway, take a peek and uh, let us know. In the meantime, let's take a quick break here and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Derek Sprest. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. Uh, We're going to talk about... Freestyle canoeing, also known as canoe ballet, canoe dance, style canoeing. Uh, depends on where you are in the States or, or in uh, Canada here. Now, when you first mentioned this, I was thought, what kind of crackpot thing are you throwing at me now? I thought it was a joke. I thought you were pulling my You leg. thought I was going to get you into it. Well, no, I just, I didn't even think it was a thing. It's a thing. I'd never even heard of it or seen it. I've and like, s- I know of freestyle in kayaking where you freestyle in the white water and, yeah. and, and so you do the flips and rolls and then tumbles and some of it is really cool and like you can really tell the skill and the time that people put in when you talk about freestyle kayaking, but that's more of a sport competition or Well, you're not going to do thing, freestyle right? canoeing like that. No. <laughs> no, that's very long. Yeah. And look at him flip. Oh, and he's out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's a, a totally different sort of uh, yes. thing. This is more actual, like, ballet. It's it's on the water ballet. You It's just you and your canoe. Now, I've, I have seen videos where there's two people. It's a tandem thing. Yeah. But it's usually one person in a canoe. Um, and they've got to use all their paddling strokes that they know to maneuver the canoe around quietly, efficiently, no big movements or anything exactly. like that. The body nice. stays still. What they're what they're displaying is control with little movement of the body. The boat does all the movement. Yeah. The American Canoeing Association defines freestyle canoeing as the art and science of quiet water paddling. So basically you're on the water, you're quiet, moving the, the paddle slightly so that yes. you can't, you know, not great big grandiose maneuvers with it slightly so that your canoe is moving, it's turning, it's spinning, it's going forward, backwards, yeah. you're heeling it over and you try not to move a whole lot in the canoe. Exactly. And right? from for the few videos that I saw, it shows them they're heeled over and they're moving the canoe and, but the paddle is com- almost completely underwater and you don't see... You don't see any angle changes in the paddle. They're very smooth about it. So, yeah. but suddenly the the canoe is doing these these sweeping turns or pirouettes and stuff like that, and and you kind of wonder what what's going on under the water. How are they maneuvering that paddle to get such movement with n- basically zero movement of their body? Yeah, and they they this has become a competition thing for a while now, and uh, you're just like I, I I just happen to catch uh, a couple of videos, and I'm just like, wow. I and mean, it's pretty cool. You got, I mean, you have to have different control, so but it's kind you... of funny watching the videos and, you know, somebody does a spin. Yes. And then all you hear is. <laughs> I know. you hear <laughs> Like 20 people on the, sh- on like, the shore watching, what's right? What's going on here? Yeah. So, <laughs> so what were you, you were Googling ballet and accidentally came across canoeing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> no, I was just following threads in, in the, to do with canoeing. And there, I saw some doing something with, Said Pirates of the Caribbean theme. 
I'm like, what? And dude's dressed up as a pirate in a canoe. So, okay, what's, <laughs> it's got to be Halloween or something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, he's sitting there and then music starts and he starts paddling and doing spins and forwards, backwards. And he's, yeah. Do, and I'm like, okay. Well, and you know, like, like you mentioned, just mentioned, but it's like, I found it to be the weirdest part is you see them out there, you hear the music playing, you see the maneuvers and suddenly you hear the crowd applauding. And it's like, what did he do? <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like all little golf claps, yes. right? Golf oh, bro, golf yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is kind of funny. But... Like I make fun of it, but it's uh it's it's weird. Oh, it's definitely it's definitely a skill, right? Yeah. So there's it it seems to be a bit of difference between the United States version and the Canadian version. Yes, there's what is it? There's more movement in the American yeah. version? Um now when when doing some research on this with the U.S. version, it's a it's more based on the competition stuff. You know, it's divided into men's and women's classes. Uh, but if there's not enough men or women to compete, then they they combine them. Combine, yes. Right. Uh, the many freestyle canoeists will paddle to music, m- doing expressions and stuff like that to make an interpretive art form. <laughs> yes. Right. So you're thinking the interpretive dance, dance right? <laughs> but on the water. Yeah. So, and I think that's the sort of thing that gets you the giggles is you're thinking interpretive dance and all that, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's, it's, yeah, you know, it's just like interpretive jazz. You're listening to it and you're just like, what ah, is dad. going on? <laughs> you know, um, I know, we know people that do actually Tracy's uncle, he's into the fusion jazz. And I just looked at that and I'm like, what, what, what did I just watch? <laughs> so, but you know what? Yeah. Yeah. So they get, they get the music. Um, they, they do their choreography and all that. Yeah. And they make their canoe do, do spins and, and that sort of stuff. Right. It definitely so, displays the skill of the paddler. Yeah. Freestyle canoeing is, it, it emphasizes the smooth, efficient, flat water paddling and precision boat control. Yes. When it comes down to it, that's what it is. You got to be able to move your canoe in a very precise way. Yes. Have total control on every little movement of your boat. And it's, it's really strange to like, and I, I have to add, it's listening to us talk about it. You really have to go to YouTube and, and watch some of these videos. There's really the only way to appreciate it. Like to hear us talking about it. I'm sure a lot of people out there, unless you actually do it, are just going to be laughing at us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I could do what these guys are doing. Oh no, I don't think I could either. Um, yeah. And there's some of them that, that they're sitting there and besides the interpretive part that you know you choreograph you choreograph choreograph yeah choreograph choreography <laughs> you choreograph yourself there's there's ones i've seen where there'll be like four or five canoes and they'll be paddling in a line and then they've all got to follow a same sort of oh i haven't seen those ones little yeah. you know little uh okay so you're facing this way now you've got to make your boat yeah. turn and then you're going, you're side slipping, and then you got to go forward, yeah. and then you side slip the other way, and you do another turn. Yes. yes. So all that sort of stuff, right? You got to, you, you have to know how to do that mm-hmm. with as little movement as possible, sort yeah. of thing. And that's what you're doing. You're watching them do this, and you're just like, you, you can see their hands moving. Yeah. But then, you, but it's not like, you know, okay, I got to do, and you're, <laughs> you're, you're reaching way out, and you're pulling aside, and you're just splashing that paddle everywhere. And they're not doing that at There's all. There's no splashing at all. No, nothing. It's nice, quiet water. Yes. It's 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 incredible to see them in the control, and it's also surprising to see like they are in complete control of the craft, yep. and they're doing the spins and and the maneuvers, and like their gunnel is like almost in the water, like there is like oh they're gonna take on water oh look they did take on a little bit of water well like, they are healed you see, over you see them healed over and their their whole arms are right underwater yeah you know like the paddle's it's gone crazy. their arms are you know up to their elbows and yeah. under the water at points you know and you're just like wow. <laughs> But you got to check out the gear that you need to do this. You mean the costumes? <laughs> yeah, the costumes, yeah. You need a boat. Yes. Right? So you get your your your, your canoe. I didn't see that coming. You need a paddle, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. That goes with the boat. You need a life jacket and maybe a kneeling pad. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that. So, dude, you can go out. I'm ready to go right You're now. You're ready to go. You're ready to go. <laughs> So the Freestyle Canoeing Committee is a uh, American Canoeing Association activity committee, which promotes this. Yes. Right. That's they got. They actually have a committee that is 
out there to promote freestyle canoeing as a convenient lifestyle sport. And it, <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. Uh, but yeah, they're getting people out there and they're doing, there's, there's a range of people that do it from young people to old people. Yes. Right. It's, it's interesting to see like most of the competitions we saw is, is looks like people in their like forties, fifties, sixties tend mm-hmm. to do it the most. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they're not worrying about all this other stuff, but, uh, and they've got all those years of experience paddling, right? Yes. So of course they're going to, they're going to get right into it. So the interpretive freestyle competition rules. So you sign up for, okay. you know, there's, yep. there's, there is lists that say, you know, you know, there's going to be a competition here and there and there. And these are, this is the American version, right? This is the American version. Yeah. Um, so then you, you know, you sign up for something, say, here's what I'm, here's, you know, what I'm, my quality qualifications are. I want to sign up. Here's my money, whatever. Paddle an open canoe with a single bladed paddle. Okay. So no kayak paddles. No kayak paddle. Yeah. No boat motor. (laughs) Paddle to music of your choice for no more than five minutes. So it's limited in length. Right. That makes sense. You wouldn't want to kill people out of boredom. 20 minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept on going with it. It was, uh, you know, <laughs> a little interpretive thing. Stay within a 50 by 25 meter area. Yeah, so it's tight. They don't want yeah. you to be wandering off. Yeah, and... yeah going across a lake. Yeah. And, you know, because you're being judged too, yes. right? So yeah. you got to stay within the judge's point of, you know, exactly. his, his view In their there. perspective, yeah. Yeah. Include the four required moves in your program. There are four compulsory maneuvers. Yes. And I was Googling some of these and some of them are kind of like one of them I, I didn't really understand, but you had to watch it a couple of times. Yeah. There's the axle. Yes. The post. The Christie. That's the one you were looking at. Yes. It looks like dude just sailing along, puts his paddle and along the top of the water. Drifts in a circle and, and then back just the go way. around a circle. Yeah. yeah. With hardly no moving from the, from the paddler. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Christie. Mm-hmm. Then there's a cross post or cross axle. Yes. Those are the four compulsory maneuvers. Yes. In the competition. And you must include all four of those in your program. Yeah. Or you're done. <laughs> well, you're just not going to get the points. You're not going to win. Yeah. I think it's just like figure skating. Yes. Right? Yeah. There, yeah. There's compulsory. Moves that you have to. Yes. Yeah. Uh, show a variety of technical skills. So you just don't want to throw those four in there and just do them and over you're and done, over and over, over, done. over, right? Yeah. You got to show them, this is what I can do yeah. with this boat. So the, yeah, you reveal the difficulties in some of the stuff you do, like, you know, any special maneuvers or, you know, speed stop, spin, axle, post. Yeah, it's just as quick as or and smooth as you can, showing yeah. your skill. Exactly. And you need to put all that together to present an artistically and visually pleasing performance. <laughs> And listen for the golf claps. And listen for the golf. But you know what? Like, I mean, realistically, you, sit, you, you like I say, we joke, but you go out there and, and if you're right into it, you're going to watch these people doing this stuff. And you know, it's just like figure skating. I, I can't yes. watch figure. I mean, my whole wife's whole family's into figure skating. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't know the difference between a butt scuttle and a sow cow. You know, like, so it's the same. I mean, you I know what? You okay, just like, made up a maneuver there. I with the butt scuttle, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> done it <laughs> many times, perfected it. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, you're you're sitting there, and unless you've actually are doing these, you you don't know how much energy it takes to do one of these maneuvers and, yes. and put all this together. Plus, yeah. it, you know, it's, it you're out there to time. support your whoever's doing it too, right? Because yes. you know they've taken the time to choreograph. Oh my God! What is with that word? Choreograph. Choreograph. <laughs> Choreography the the <laughs> choreograph the um, the maneuvers the the, 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 the whole program the whole right program, and yeah. put it to music and all that. So it is quite a skill to, to learn. Uh, so there are classes: solo women, solo men, and tandem. A competition class shall be composed of a minimum of five competitors in each class, and if there's not enough then they'll just do a, a single solo class. Yes. So it doesn't matter if you're male or woman. Male or yeah. yeah, they'll just be a solo class. So that's the United States version yes. of it. Paddle Canada actually has a style canoeing program. And it basically is based on Omer Stringer, Bill Mason, Becky Mason, what they do. Now, if you've seen Becky Mason's DVDs. Yes. Like she does some of this stuff. And I've seen videos of her doing the the, the, the canoe dance, the ballet. Um, 
And yeah, and that's exactly what it is. It's all these maneuvers that you can do with just the paddle and you know how you move your boat, how you sit in the boat, exactly. where you where your weight is you, in the boat. It it reveals and practices your individual skills. Yeah. So the the canoe is heeled to the paddling side with the gunnel near the water surface, and the canoeist is quiet, meaning they're not moving all over. To yeah, there's not. not a lot of movement. And that's the big difference between the U.S. and the Canadian. The U.S., they're doing the whole music, the whole waves in the arm. flourishes. They, fl- flourishes, yeah. that's the yeah. word. And the Canadian version, no, none yeah. of that. It's, we'll we'll it's, be having none of that. It's all about boat movement. That's right. The focus is on the, mov- the movement of the canoe. So canoe dance or ballet is a subset of style canoeing. Um, and with usually longer routines done to music, but yeah, it's, it's based on the movement of the canoe itself, mm-hmm. not the person in the canoe is how the canoe is moving itself. Yeah. And that's, that's, and it's a skill to, to be able to do that. Uh, now they teach this paddle Canada teaches this and they have their style program, the introduction, intermediate and advanced, which is a lot of their programs are like that, right? They're yeah. all geared the same way. So the basic introduction to the concepts and forward control, weights, turns, and pivots. That's your introduction, right? So you basically, again, this is how you turn it. This is where you, you know, you move it. Here's how you go forward and control, uh, backward, that sort of stuff. Intermediate, controlled weight turns, intro to a variety of reverse maneuvers, and simple routines. Okay, so you said that's a, that's where you start getting into choreographing your your own routine and yeah. and putting stuff you string maneuvers together. Yeah, so you're not just going forward anymore, you know, and turning. Yeah. You're actually doing your forward, your backwards, your you know, turns, that sort of stuff. The advanced controlled reverse, advanced routines, weight shift, shift. and static strokes. So, which is uh, yeah, an intro into American freestyle. Okay. Right? So yeah, when you're getting to the advanced course, that's when you're getting into the American freestyle and you're going to do the flourishes the and flourish, you're going to add yeah. all the music. Okay. You're going to add into all this, make a giant program, you know, choreographed. <laughs> you got it this time. <laughs> you know, there's a little pause there, right? <laughs> I didn't think about that word before I used it. <laughs> I'm going to put a big, big sign on my computer here. So are you going to take a couple courses, uh? I don't know. I might have the first one down already because I can go forward. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Like, when you stop and think about it, if, if you're if you're on a canoe trip, you're pulling into a portage or something like that, and you figure there's rocks, there's logs and stuff like that, you're using all these little. You're actually doing. You're this doing it. Just to, it's just yeah. not. Yeah, it, it, style if you paddling, care right? about the canoe that you're paddling, yeah. you're not just gonna slam nose into the shore and hop out and get onto the portage you're yeah. gonna you're gonna maneuver and and i often do this like when i come into shore i come in straight and do a, a nice nice little sliding turn to slide the canoe sideways sideways so shore. you just step out the side yeah exactly yeah see you you're already there buddy i think you're into the intermediate you're ready for the intermediate course something we'd be signing and, you and up you have the canoe for it because you don't have the uh the keel my my canoe has a, yeah. a keel on see? it see I'm I'm right there with you, buddy. Next year we're going head to head. Well, not on my canoe. <laughs> my, my, mine is great for tracking, not for maneuvering. Well, you know, hey, that just means I'll win. Yes. <laughs> the program goal of of the style canoeing program with Paddle Canada: participants will learn precise paddling skills that display graceful and fluid motions of the canoe during maneuvers and routines, showing a high level of precision boat control in a quiet water environment. And again, it all comes down to being able to control your boat like with minimal movements. with minimal movements right uh yeah the the courses themselves the intro eight hours over two days if you don't have you know basic canoes yeah they're basically saying you're gonna if, if you don't have your basic skills you'll they'll split it up over two days so you get more practice yeah. in between sessions yeah and then again intermediate is eight hours the advanced is eight hours that sort of stuff and uh yeah, you know, it's it seems like it's a lot of fun. It, it's interesting. It's, it's real. It's something different. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's again like with this uh, radio program there with our podcast and stuff. I'm learning so much, and I didn't even know this kind of stuff existed. Right? It's well, you know what? Something like this. When I first, saw, I'll tell you the truth. I thought somebody was just making goofy stuff up. Yeah, yeah. Right? Somebody's out there, and and then you're you're getting into it, and you're like, no, <laughs> these are actual competitions, like. 
Well, it, the first video that I saw when you told me about it, when I go, when I went to YouTube, it's like, the thing that blew me away is like, okay, yeah, there's music and they're paddling. Oh my God, there's golf claps in the background. Yeah, there's people on <laughs> there's shore. actual spectators. Yeah. It's a spectator sport. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, dude comes up and he starts, and next competition will be... <laughs> Really? Yeah, I thought I thought someone was just goofing out and putting something out, and it wasn't. Then you start looking at it, and but you do you watch the videos, and you see okay, well he's keeled right over there, and and all of a sudden he just spins on the spot. Yeah, right on right? the dime. Really, it's yeah, with hardly zero movement. There's one one video out there, and it's just one of these competitors in the evening, in his own canoe on his own time, and he's like. In a little marina area, there's boats and docks and stuff there. And he's just doing all these little things. No music or anything. Just like doodly doodly do, doing all these turns, practicing, right? Drawing and a stuff crowd. Like that. Yeah. No, well, it wasn't drawing a crowd, <laughs> but someone was filming him doing it. And he's just doing his spinning and he's doing his back and forth and he's going way out here. And then all of a sudden just keels over and does a big quick turn and, hmm. you know, 360, that sort of deal. And starts backwards and re- goes the other way, starts... You know, going to the side and then forward, going to the other huh. side. So he does a giant box, all oh, facing okay. the same direction, face, yeah, sort neat. of thing. And he's doing all these little maneuvers, and you're just like, "Well, I know how he does it, but just to be doing that and then to tie it all together, tie it all together, and yeah. add music to it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I don't know that I have the patience for that. Well, I'm, I'm actually. I, I would try it. I'm going to try this next time I'm out on the water in the canoe just to see what what I can do. <laughs> I don't I'm ever going to enter any Well, you know what? If, yeah, if you're if you're sitting there at camp or something one day yeah, and you're, you know, just want to go do, for right? a bath, you're going to be out there doing this little dipsy doodle. People are going, what the hell is that guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> It'll definitely build your skills, though. It would. Your boat control oh, yeah, skills. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's the big thing is is what I was saying earlier. When you're coming into a portage and you got logs and you got rocks and... Oh, when, uh, where were we? Oh, sorry. That, no, that was on the Tim River this year. You, that wasn't you. That was Marcus. Um, there was one point where there were two logs crossing the river. Oh. One from one side, one from the other. So you had to... So you had to come up to the log, turn sideways, go between, yeah. and then turn again to continue down the river, <laughs> right? So if you yeah, just slide over, you do sort of like drifting. Yes. Like Tokyo drift, yeah. right? There you go. <laughs> you know? So yeah, you do this little drift around, <laughs> your back end goes around, then you just all of a sudden you start moving forward. Yeah. And then your front end goes you out and then you, again. yeah, and you just keep kicking out like that. So those are all those little things. When you're coming up to a portage, you know, you see, okay, well, I got to get over here because there's rocks here and there. And all of a sudden, you, you know, you're doing all these different little maneuvers yeah. to get around these rocks. Well, if you picture that within exactly, this 25 yeah. to 50 meters. Yeah. And you just think, well, I got to do it to this music. It would definitely help you in your skills on running narrow rivers like the Tim River in Algonquin yeah. Park, and where you know you get tight alders, you get tight water turns, and and you know, it's, I think I have to get my wife uh, doing some of these lessons and courses because she's a she's a bad <laughs> paddler. <laughs> she's she's going to take you out pretty soon. <laughs> she's not a good stern paddler. She always she's always in the bow. But again, it's like one of those things that uh, you can't teach your family or loved ones how to no. do stuff because they, no. they close their minds right away. So she'd have yeah. to take lessons from somebody else. Yeah. Well, that's like I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. That's why I have two canoes. One's a solo. One's a tandem. <laughs> the family goes in the tandem and they bitch and complain and argue. <laughs> and then I'm sitting my solo I'll and I just go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we end this here, boat and paddle. Uh, introduction to intermediate levels and traditional tandem canoes, right? Symmetrical yep. shape, saw, uh, some rocker, arch hull. Uh, that's suitable for intro and intermediate. Just yep. a regular old whatever you whatever okay. you drive canoe, right? Um, otter tail paddle, straight shaft. You okay, don't want yes. anything funky, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you're not want to be getting into any of that sort of stuff. But when you start getting into the advanced level... You know, same canoe and paddle can be used, but some of the maneuvers may be a lot easier in a smaller solo canoe. So I guess like uh, the the Osprey I use. Okay, right? yes. Solo paddle. Precisely. So you're yeah. going to be able to do some of this stuff better. It, it's more maneuverable. Yeah, it, than it's, a big... It takes less effort to spin it and turn it. And... Yeah, you know, you got a big 18-foot tandem <laughs> yes. canoe versus yeah, a little... Keel. <laughs> yeah, 15-foot uh, little yeah. jobby jobby, right? <laughs> eh, it's going to be a little bit 
more difficult doing that. So, but yeah, you know what? Go on to the internet and Google. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just Google YouTube it. canoe ballet, yeah. freestyle canoeing, and there's going to be a lot of things there, and you can check them out. And I think you'll 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 be watching them for a little bit, and you'll be switching yeah. back and forth to a couple of them, and just watch their maneuvers. I mean, I I would say turn the sound off, <laughs> and I think you'll you'll have a cool time watching them. So, anyway, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Sean Rowley, and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. Well, Derek, you learned something this week. Yes, against my better judgment, against my better interest, against my will, I learned something You learned new. two somethings. <laughs> the uh, indigenous paddling techniques, which yes, we are doing good. wrong. I, that was and good. And canoe ballet, which you're apparently going to take that up was, now. That was peculiar. Peculiar, yes. It's <laughs> something awesome. It's out there. The truth is out there, buddy. Yes. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us on paddlingadventuresradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can find past episodes on iTunes and Player FM, which is a Google Play for those that aren't into the uh, Apple stuff. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>